0: In the last episode, we talked about the differences between medical doctors and doctors of osteopathic medicine. Join us today in part two of our series, Examining the Types of Clinicians, as we explain the similarities and differences between NPs and PAs, their histories, and the models of care that you use Hey, y'all. Welcome to The One in Five, the show for those who want to know how to be healthy, how to stay healthy, and how to promote health in your community. Today, we have Dr. David Mark with us for part two in this two-part series where we will be explaining the differences between types of medical providers. This time, though, instead of MDs and DOs, we're going to be talking about NPs and PAs. Can it get any more confusing? Welcome, Dr. Mark. Thanks for uh, being in here with me again uh, to talk about. I think it's a really important subject. I, uh, you know, we get a lot of questions from our patient base. Uh, What's an MD? What's a DO? What's a nurse practitioner? What's a physician's assistant? So I think uh, you coming in and really taking the time to explain some of the differences has the potential to really put some people at ease when they're looking for a provider. So thanks again. Thanks for having me. And let's just jump right in. Sure. What's an NP? What's a PA?
1: NP, nurse practitioner, also APRN, you'll hear that used, advanced practice registered nurse, um, versus PA physician assistant, and um, first some real some important similarities. I think is, is probably worth um, highlighting. Um, both, uh, and you'll hear a term mid level provider, which yeah. I don't necessarily yep. like because I don't I don't I don't think this I don't like this level of this hierarchical language. Um, and so, um, is there
0: a low-level provider? <laughs> well, right, that would be, be me. me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who's low-level? One without the education right. who's trying to treat the patient.
1: Right. <laughs> so th- they're different clinicians. Let's just call everybody a clinician. Okay. And um, so, different members of the care team. And um, in the in this country, that, you know, so there's a there's a there's a similar history that both um, physician assistants and nurse practitioners share, which was in the middle '60s in the US. Um, it started dawning on people that, you know, we have in this country, we have a, this looming crisis where um, we don't have enough clinicians to take care of all the sick people. So our, our need, our, our demand for highly trained clinicians is um, bigger than our supply of clinicians. And at that, di- at that point in time, it was really physicians they were talking about. There weren't enough physicians to take care of all of the, all of the sick people. And so, uh, in the in the mid '60s, the um, sort of in it was almost a case of convergent evolution. But that was when both of these sort of approaches to providing care to people uh, were developed.
0: What did it start? Do you know if it started as like this? There were. Two people who knew each other, and they were like, hey, we're going to do this, and we're going to do
1: this. And the other person was like, no, we're going to do this. <laughs> you know, that's a great question. I have no idea. Okay. I mean, the, the nurse practitioner sort of movement began actually in the world of pediatrics, where a pediatrician, um, Dr. Henry Silver, was working with Dr. Loretta Ford, um, and they put together the first program for nurse practitioners um, in Colorado, and it was you know, in this rural part of the country where they needed more help to take care of kids. Um, and they're the ones who are generally regarded as sort of the, the first uh, founders of the nurse practitioner movement. Um, and uh, the physician assistance model was really um, more on the East Coast at, at Duke University. Um, a guy named Dr. Eugene Stead, S-T-E-A-D, Oh, I don't know if it's Stead or Steed, actually, now that you mention it. Um, Stayed. Stayed. Uh, Just kidding. He was the first to put together um, this program in training uh, physician assistants.
0: So probably not. They probably didn't really know each other. I mean, we we're talking different parts of the country in probably the 60s. And, so. and, and
1: my suspicion is they're responding to different needs in, in the healthcare system. Sure, where sure. They both but,
0: but the big need was... We need more providers.
1: Yeah, we, we need, need more, more. We need more highly trained clini- clinicians to take care of patients. Okay, yeah. okay.
0: So, so thank you for the history. Uh, I think that's really beneficial. Um, so, uh, depending on your point of view, it's either not really new at all or relatively new in the grand scheme of yeah, things. Yeah, right. um, Obviously, physicians have been around longer than. Uh, than these nurse practitioners and physicians assistants or uh, in the practice of medicine correct correct okay um, so but we're talking 50 plus years now though yeah um, with uh, nurse practitioners and pas so uh, is there so what I read that they there's different models of care for each one of these uh, the physician's assistant goes off what's called the physician's model or the medical model. And the, the, uh the nurse practitioners or the ARPNs as you described earlier. APRN. Thank you. Uh, I got to get my acronyms straight. We need to do (laughs) another acronym episode. We used to do these episodes um, where we would uh, just explain healthcare acronyms to people. And I just, I need it for my own self. Sorry. So the APRNs and the NPs, they follow what's called the nursing model. Can you explain the difference between this medical model and this nursing model?
1: Yeah. And I think, and I, I was reading, um, I read a quote that I think is really uh, a pretty useful way to sort of think about that difference in the in the two models. Um, so physician assistants, again, train from the medical model, similar to physicians. Um, and that means that they focus on testing, diagnosis, and treatment of the disease that the patient has similar to what we talked about with medical doctors correct absolutely nurse practitioners train on the nursing model which means they focus on the testing diagnosis and treatment of the patient with the disease okay so you know very similar right lots of overlap a lot of similar training but a, but a sort of a, there's a fundamental difference in the f- in the in the primary focus whether it's the disease or the patient
0: Okay, where does um, so does does the nursing model line up more
1: with the holistic model
0: from the DO that we talked about in the previous episode, and the physician model line up more with um, the 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 medical doctor model that we talked about in the yeah, previous episode?
1: That, you know, philosophically, there's this there's this difference where uh, an NP a nurse practitioner an APRN. It's gonna. You're going to be focusing on how the illness affects the quality of the patient's life. Okay. Health promotion, okay. you know, restoration of, of health, um, considering how individual uh, patients and families and communities are reacting to their illness based on, you know, their socioeconomic status, their cultural beliefs, their e- ethnicity, socioeconomic status, all of those sorts of things. Um, nurses are really thinking about, um, you know, preferences of the individual, of the families, their beliefs. Um, As a PA, as a physician assistant with that medical model, you're going to first be thinking about the pathology of the problem. How do you, how do you diagnose it? How do you cure it? Um, And thinking about how this is working at the, at the sort of biologic level. Um, And you want to, you know, you want to diagnose and treat this disease make someone better.
0: That sounds very similar to what we talked about in the previous episode. Let's, let's talk uh, about education really quick. Sure. We talked about that in the MDDO episode. Can you explain some of the similarities and differences between the education that each receive?
1: Sure. Uh, a physician assistant can have a, a degree, an undergraduate degree in sort of um, anything, and um, and then decide, I want to go to, to become a physician assistant. So there's, with the right prerequisites, um, passing an entrance exam, you're granted acceptance into a, a master's degree program in as a PA, as a physician assistant, and then you have a, a pretty, I would say, intense two years ahead of you, where over the course of two years, you learn. You have this intense experience learning about pathophysiology, biology, anatomy, physiology, all all of how the body works, all of how disease works. How do you diagnose and treat? Okay.
0: Um, Real quick, so difference between an MD and a PA is a four year med school and a two year master's program for correct. a PA. Okay. Okay. That's that's a good distinction to make.
1: And then there's no residency required as a PA. Oh. You sort of then go into practice, correct? So
0: basically no internship that they have to go through and, right. and no class in clinic. Because isn't that what a residency is? Oren and I talked about this again. Sorry, I keep referring to the Oren podcast. Uh, Dr. Hansen was on here and he explained that whole residency program as like a class in the clinic.
1: Is that correct? Is that a good way to describe it? You could think of it conceptually as like an apprenticeship. Okay. For, yep. Okay. So, yeah. Um, now, so a nurse practitioner will uh, has to become a nurse first. So you need to be granted a degree uh, as as a nurse, um, and there's different ways to get a to get a to, to become a licensed nurse. Um,
0: Are there two year degrees in nursing anymore, or have they put a stop to that?
1: There are a few. Okay. Left, yeah, you can get an a, an associates in as an A R N degree, um, and then um, then you begin a, p- a program I- as a nurse practitioner. Now in Montana, the only nurse practitioner program is actually a doctorate in nurse practitioner. Oh. Um. And so, it, pretty intense training. Um, so, does that uh, mean they're doctors? <laughs> uh, well, they have a doctorate degree. Yeah, it's you know we 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 think doctors. We're thinking physicians, medical, sure, sure. medical doctor or, or a or a doctor of osteopathic medicine. That's where the lingo gets a little confusing. Okay, um, uh, so the the route to become a nurse practitioner it's typically a little longer. It involves becoming a nurse first, and and then getting advanced training as a as an RN. Um, and the the training of a PA is ge- is more general. So the, a PA does not differentiate what kind of a PA they want to be oh. during their training, during their education. Whereas as a nurse practitioner will generally sort of choose their area of specialty um, and then train in that. I want to become a family nurse practitioner. I want to okay. a psychiatric nurse practitioner.
0: Similar to what the MDs and the DOs go through.
1: Slightly different. and Neither the, of these is, is, a, is a residency. Okay. This is all to become um, uh, a, to get your degree as a, as a nurse practitioner, okay, you know, uh, like a doctor degree is a uh, nurse practitioner, or a master's degree is a PA. So, um, the the specialization begins a little earlier as a nurse practitioner because you've had more clinical experience as a nurse. PAs have a more general education, and then specialized um, once they get their degree.
0: Okay, um, do you know how long that uh, the nurse practitioner school is? Um, to get a doctorate in your, as an MP?
1: It's a, it's a, it's a four year program.
0: So it's similar yeah. to what the MDs and the DOs go through, whereas the physician's assistant, I'm trying to create you these know, clear lines I'm of gonna, distinction. I'm going
1: to put an asterisk on that. Okay. And, and I'm going to ask my nurse practitioner colleagues I don't actually know, now that you mention it, I could be wrong. OK, so we'll, we'll, we'll get we'll get an expert to weigh in.
0: Awesome. We'll get clarification on that. The only thing I'm trying to do is create these clear lines right in my head right now as we're going through this. What are the differences? What are the similarities? So thank you um, for that. So then. Can PAs and NPs both be in primary care? Is one suited maybe more for a different type of practicing medicine or because the you gave us the history. They were both created to, to fill that primary care gap. Do we see a lot of them going into the field of primary care or are more nurse practitioners going into specialty medicine and physician's assistants uh, going into primary care?
1: Yeah, I, I would clarify. I don't, I don't know that they were both created to fill a, a void in primary care. They were definitely both uh, created to fill a, a a a gap in overall care. We need more people to take care of, of sick people. Okay. Uh, And sometimes that is in primary care and sometimes it's more in hospitals or in specialty care. Um, And, you know, I, I actually don't know the data to, to be able to say if there are more PAs going into specialty care or primary care, both uh, nurse practitioners and physician assistants will, will do either. Okay. Um, We'll do primary care. We'll do specialty care. Um, we, uh, you know, so that this notion that um, because a nurse practitioner has maybe they have more experience as a nurse and a more holistic approach to their training, they're ideally suited for primary care. Okay. But again, that's not a match for everybody. Sure. And similarly, a physician assistant is going to be um, more medically focused and um, often uh, is really well suited to work in a specialty clinic or in a hospital. Uh, but not always some, you know, obviously there are many PAs who go into to primary care. So the distinctions are, you know, really come down to the individual uh, and their um, their interests and choices.
0: And if they're good with people and if. Yeah, right. OK. Um, yeah. Like I think the biggest distinction I can like make in my mind is like Dr. Hansen was he loves being around people. And so for, he said for him it was it was a no brainer. Yeah, I'm going to go into primary care. I'm going to spend my time dealing with people. Yep. That the line there would be, he also loves medicine and he loves the science, but he said he couldn't imagine himself sitting over a microscope all day sure. doing that research kind of medicine uh, because it doesn't involve people. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. So he loved that uh, that that aspect of primary care. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and you know, and um, and again, I- individuals will decide based on their interests, their personalities, what they really enjoy. Um, in um, both nurse practitioners and PAs are licensed ind- independent providers. They independent practitioners are what they're called. Um, the one nuance is that a nurse practitioner um, will have prescriptive authority; can write prescriptions independently. Um, and while that's true of physician assistants as well, the, in, at this stage of the game, uh, a PA requires the supervision of a, of a medical doctor. And so there has to be, as a physician assistant, you have to have a, um, a, a licensed physician that is your assigned supervisor who's a resource for you, who can, who can sign off on, um, on a certain amount of your medical charting and th- those sorts of things.
0: Okay, So a PA might require a little more admin?
1: Uh, Just uh, there has to, as a PA, a PA needs a relationship with a physician um, who will be a a partner and a collaborator and someone that can be a resource as needed. Okay.
0: Okay. Um, So
1: let's say I'm a patient
0: and I'm getting ready to go in for a visit with a PA or an MP. What can I expect then as as I go into that visit? Is it going to be any different than going to see a medical doctor or a doctor of osteopathic
1: medicine? You know, you should expect, as a, as a patient, you should expect that you're going to see a, a highly trained um, clinician who is uh, super capable of uh, listening, of working with you as a patient to figure out your goals, to, to see where you're going, uh, and to help create um, a plan that will work to, um, to support you in your health. Now, um, the uh, a- as we said with the different types of physicians, the different difference in any clinician is really going to come down to how how are you as a patient able to connect with this clinician we relationship get, again? Yeah, the relationship. Can you have a relationship where you can feel heard, where you can feel valued, where you can feel understood? Um, all clinicians um, are. Um, Super well trained and um, and should have a real clear sense of of their own limitations. Um, and every clinician, from uh, physician to nurse practitioner to PA, uh, is going to have moments where they realize that they need to involve other people in the care of any any individual patient, um, whether that's a specialty physician or um, a therapist or a chiropractor or you know a social worker or behavioral health folks. So all. Clinicians, regardless of their training and licensure, will often involve other members on a care team to provide you, the patient, with what you need to achieve your health goals. So um, as a patient, you want to make sure that you find a, a clinician that is, you know, is personable, is relatable, is a good listener, is aware of their own limitations, is has good relationships and good collaboration with their colleagues um, across the healthcare world um, so that Together, you guys can come up with uh, the best supportive um, plan for you as a patient as possible.
0: So I think what I'm hearing you say is you'll get the same treatment uh, whether you go to an NP, a PA, an MD, a DO. You're going to be dealing with a person who hopefully is going to take interest in your health, and you're going to be able to develop a relationship with any one of these types of of physicians or, for lack of better term, the mid-level provider, right? You know, the, the reason why I'm getting at this, there was a time, Dr. Mark, where I called to make an appointment. I don't I don't even remember where I was. I might have been in California at the time. And um, I was uh, trying to establish as a new patient. And they asked me on the phone, I said, I need to see a doctor. And, okay, what for? I told them. Okay. And then they asked me this question. Uh, Well, we don't have any uh, appointments with doctors available. Is a physician's assistant okay? And at that moment in my mind, I thought, well, I think so. But I guess I would need to know the differences between a physician's assistant and a doctor. What's the difference? You know, am I getting subpar service from a physician's assistant? And what I'm hearing you say is the answer is no to that question. Is that correct? The
1: answer is that you should expect impeccable service from whomever you're interacting with. Nice. And you should get that as a patient. Nice. Now, if you have a, um, a certain kind of chronic illness that is rare, difficult to diagnose or treat or require specialty care, then yeah, you're probably going to get a referral from that primary care provider, whether it's a physician or a, or a PA or nurse practitioner, to someone else. Um, and if you're seeing a nurse practitioner or a PA, you may get referred to um, a, a physician in the same practice. You may get referred to a specialist in a different practice. Um, and so um, that's this notion of like every every clinician that you see, any clinician that you see, needs to be um, aware of their own limitations, their own expertise, what they can diagnose, what they feel comfortable in treating, what they, what they know about, and be very honest with themselves and with you as a patient about here's something, you know, you're, you know, what's going on with you may be a little out of my league. And, so I'm gonna involve and that them, doesn't make them colleagues. a bad doctor Absolutely or a not. bad
0: physician or a bad provider. No.
1: Right. Them, yeah. It makes them normal.
0: Okay. Good. Great. So key takeaways again, highly educated, <laughs> right? Um, certified um, experienced uh, most likely uh, particularly nurses, right? Nurses have the potential to, um, to work in the clinical setting for quite a period of time, potentially before they get that NP yeah. and, and start taking care of patients. So a nurse practitioner could potentially have a little more experience in the healthcare realm um, where a PA might just uh, be fresh out of school and that's okay too. Yep. Um, still equally qualified. Um, and basically I think to sum up too. the, um, You know, you should, I I love what you said, Dr. Mark, that you should expect uh, great service, great care, wherever you go, whoever you go to see. Um, But that care always has the potential to be better when you develop a relationship and establish a relationship with that person who's caring for you, correct? Absolutely. Cool. Well, this is great. So, guys, that was NP's and PAs. If you didn't already listen to the MDDO uh, podcast, I would encourage you to go back and listen to that one too. I think both are equally um, important. And um, ultimately, though, we're coming to the same conclusion at the end of each one, and that these are highly skilled people who you're going to go be going to visit. So thanks for listening. Thanks, Dr. Mark, for coming in and doing this. Really beneficial, man. This wraps up our two-part series on types of medical providers. Was this information valuable to you? Would you let me know by sending me an email? My email address is adam.renshaw at 1chc.org. It'll also be in the notes. Thanks again for listening, and stay tuned. We have more helpful conversations about health coming your way.